I want to be your real estate resource. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis, and today we have with us Jerry Verardo from Pioneer Valley Inspections. Uh, let me give you a little history on uh, on Jerry. He is a licensed home and wood-destroying pest inspector in the states of Massachusetts and Connecticut. He spent the first 20 years of his career uh, in commercial and residential construction. Due to a job inju- injury, uh, he was forced to change careers and begin a new career in real estate. During his 16 years in real estate, he used his past construction knowledge uh, and his real estate training to foster a very successful real estate career and held a valid license in both California and Texas. During his time in Texas, his family situation moved him to Western Massachusetts area, where he decided to merge all his past career experiences and started a career in the home inspection industry. He has performed thousands of inspections since starting his new career in 2015 and now owns a successful home inspection company where all his past knowledge, experience, and continuing education can be shared with future homeowners. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. It's good to be here. What a history in real estate. Yes, sir. Even longer than mine. I've been (laughs) at this for almost 15 years, but uh, man, you've been at this a long time and uh, you bring a wealth of knowledge from so many different backgrounds. So I'm really excited to... uh, to get some of that knowledge out of your head and, and share it with our listeners here. So first of all, why don't we just talk about the types of inspections uh, that you guys offer? Sure. So we do home inspections. We do termite inspections, which is wood destroying insects. Uh, we do uh, water inspection, water sample testing. We also do uh, radon testing. Okay. And what would you say is the biggest mi- misconception you come across about the inspection uh, industry, would you say? It's probably that uh, you know we would give prices for different things that need to be fixed or repaired, and that's not our job as a home inspector. We're just there to point out the defects or point out maintenance items that could help them to improve their home or keep it to last longer. Uh, we're not actually there to, as a contractor, to actually contract prices. Yeah. Is it actually against your kind of industry standards to even give a number? It actually is. It yeah. actually, uh, Massachusetts is the most highly regulated state in the union, and so they tell us what we can or can't say, and that's a big no-no. Yeah, I remember first getting into the industry. That was really frustrating for me as an agent when the, the inspector's there. He seems to be very knowledgeable. He seems to know exactly uh, what the problem is and, and probably in a past life has fixed it. A lot of the guys uh, that are in the inspection industry come from construction, and you know they could give a number and because uh, it's it can be frustrating for agents to, to get that number down the road unless you've got, you know, a, a home improvement company that uh, that you can rely on for those estimates. So, um, but you're bound. Correct. So what about uh, performing a home inspection myself? You know, let's say I'm, you know, I'm a handy guy. Uh, I'm buying a house. You know, could I just do it myself, get a checklist and kind of check stuff out or? Sure, you could. Uh, the, the problem with that is what you come down to is that we are licensed. We're licensed by the state of Massachusetts. Therefore, that gives us the you know, opportunity and the ability to bring problems forth and also gives the agent something, a tool to use that says that you know this item was defective and it was from a licensed home inspector. And so that's kind of the what you run into with you do it yourself. Not only are you, you may be trained, but you're not properly trained to actually look at what, what the problems are and how to identify them yeah. and then uh, how to bring them forth in a, in a way that those items can be taken care of by an actual contractor. And and from the the realtor side, it's a lot easier, obviously, when I've got documentation from a licensed inspector and I want to go to bat for my buyer uh, and ask for a couple of things from the seller. 
Correct. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's touchy. I mean, you got to explain to your buyer and you got to educate to the buyer. This isn't an opportunity to just have the seller fix everything that's on, that comes up that, that the home inspector is pointing out, right? This is, hey, this is a future list of stuff that you can work on. We really should be looking for stuff that, you know, normal uh, showing is not going to come up that we, that we missed, uh, you know, that's really could affect the value of the property, Absolutely. you know, so Absolutely. That, it, there's some coaching as an agent that's got to go into it, but when it's documented, pictures, you know, from a licensed inspector, it helps us out as agents. Absolutely. It's a good tool. Let's talk uh, costs. You mentioned a bunch of different services. Can we talk some costs for each one of those? Sure. sure. So the average home inspection cost is right around four to $500 on the average. Uh, condos are a little less because we don't have to do the exteriors of condos. Uh, I could do mobile homes. Um, so you're looking uh, mobile home is $330 for mobile home inspection. Uh, the termite inspections are $85. Um, and so if you go into the other services, you know, your water testing starts at 125 for your base and goes up to 300 for a more comprehensive test. Uh, the radon test is 145. Um, and I use a process called liquid scintillation, it activated charcoals gets sent off to a lab. So, uh, in the industry, that's the, the, the most accurate testing out there as far as radon goes. Okay. Um, what components of the home are actually going to get inspected? I mean, you can't check every square inch, but you, you've got a checklist. So let's kind of talk about what, what are you going to look at? Correct. Yeah. And so with Massachusetts, again, we're regulated. So there's certain things we don't check, but uh, the basic home, so all the mechanical, structural, anything visible. So it's a visible inspection. If it's visible, I can inspect it. If it's not visible, people ask me all the time, well, how much insulation is in the walls? I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, you know, attics. We can Maybe there'll more. be an app for that. There may be. And, and, you know, <laughs> Someday. There, there are some uh, <laughs> different uh, types of tools that can be used to see hot spots and cold spots, but you, you can't do the whole house. So right. that would be kind of uh, not productive. Sure. Um, so, but everything's, everything's done from the roof to the basement. Um, you know, things like flues. We don't internally inspect flues. So I always recommend somebody to have a chimney sweep, look down the flue to inspect it internally. Um, sump pumps. We, we can't do sump pumps. We're not supposed to operate sump pumps. So different things that the Massachusetts tells us we can't do. But for the most part, everything that I can see gets inspected and gets a full report with the detail, pictures. Um, it's very comprehensive and it's, it's very useful too. Like as you said, uh, some people just use them as a, a, a maintenance list to go down through as they do live in their home and do different things as they go along. Sure. Um, how much uh, construction experience does a, a home inspector have to have uh, they don't have to have any uh, okay. construction experience. Uh, in order to be a home inspector, you just have to go through the training and and, and get a license and do that different things. Do I think it's uh, helpful? Yes, absolutely. You should have some sort of construction background. Um, it's just going to help you with your inspection. Um, we have a lot of uh, home inspectors in the industry that don't have construction experience, but they do a good job. But I, I think it comes down to when you're explaining – something to a client, uh, the background of knowing how that component works or how that component is built becomes invaluable yeah. as you explain really what's going on. Uh, what that causes you to do is you become an alarmist if you don't understand the component and you just see something that's a problem and not able to convey that to the client. Yeah. I think that's a key word there, alarmist. Yes, As agents, you know, there are, there are definitely inspectors out there that 
there are alarmists. And I feel like it's because it's a lack of education on how to explain something to a client. I mean, here in uh, you know, Western Mass, I mean, our inventory is older uh, and homes are going to have some problems. You're not buying new construction, um, but that doesn't mean it, you, you shouldn't buy a house because there's some wear and tear on a part. Um, you know, the current homeowners living in it, it, it's operating, it's functioning, you know, but uh, there'll be stuff that, well, it's not up to today's code. It's not right? And today's codes are always changing. So to know, hey, it's not up to today's code, but you know, this could go for another 25 or 30 years and be fine. Correct. You know? And so being able to explain that, explain, you know, hey, uh, this is something that I really think is urgent and, and that you should fix now or ask the seller to fix prior to purchase. Or, you know what, if you could fix this in the next three to five years, you, you're probably going to be all right. Sure. You know, those conversations are, I think, what make the difference between the best of the best in your industry. Um, going through the checklist and, and, and yeah, it's, it works or it doesn't is, is only half the job, in my opinion. Correct. You correct. Know. Yeah. And a lot of people have uncles that are electricians. And so it may not be a big, but then, you know, other people don't. So, you know, my inspection process is I'm an informist. I tell you, this is what you're buying. As long as you know what you're buying, you know, you buy a 1900s house, they're not going to be flat floors. Right. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you got to fix these floors. That, that would be ludicrous. So, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm looking, like I say, for the structural, mechanical, things that are defective, things that are going to cost you money once you move in. Your furnace you know, is, a, is a 1940s furnace. Okay, that's going to get talked about. Right. Um, that's going to cost you some money, and it could cost you some money very soon after you move in. So those are the types of things that I'm looking for as a home inspector. And to, to have the construction background is, is, like, is just invaluable as far as explaining to someone and also how you present it. I can present something and say, oh, my gosh, this is cracked. Or I can say, you know, this has got a crack in it, but this can be fixed. You just sister the joist or however. You... So that's what I think is the most valuable part of my business. And that's why I love my business because I love to inform people and just let them know this is what it is. This yeah. is what you've got. This can be fixed or – you yeah. need to find in, in a lot of ways, some of the older stuff is some of the better stuff, right? They don't make them like they used 100% to. Absolutely, 100% agree. You know, um, so you know, to 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 make sure that we're really informing the buyer, I think that's the key thing. You brought up another key point, which is you really got to understand the consumer too, because a lot of these guys do have family members in the trades, right? So an electrical issue for one buyer might not be nearly as uh, concerning as an electrical uh, issue to another, right? Correct. Because Uncle Jimmy's an electrician, and I don't care that I got water coming into the panel and it's rusted and corroded and I need a new entry line or something because Jimmy's going to fix it. Right. For somebody else, they're looking at that going, oh, my God, my main electrical box is <laughs> rusted and corroded. I need a new entry line. This isn't good. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Or they have Joe's a carpenter, and so that while it's a little crooked or a rafter, no big deal for no Joe. Big deal. How about the time that somebody should uh, expect for one of these home inspections? So typically, I, in, in the way I do my home inspections, I'll typically arrive early, about 45 minutes early to start on the outside before everybody gets there. It allows me to wrap my head around the home to understand what we've got. I can pretty much get a really good idea of what's inside by looking at the outside. How is it maintained? Uh, different aspects of the home and the walls and the foundation. Um, and then I'll go, once everybody gets there, we'll get it together. I'll go over to the outside and we'll go inside. So a typical inspection is about three hours start to finish. Okay. 
And uh, does the homeowner or the future potential homeowner need to be there? Um, that's a good question. I get that asked a lot. And no, they don't have to be there. I would like them to be there. Um, my goal as a home inspector is not just to point out all the defects. I'm there to tell you, look, if you'll do this, this will help your investment last longer. If you'll paint this, you know, if you'll fix this. So when I'm done with my home inspection, I want to feel that that buyer knows about that house and what they have in front of them as far as maintaining and also repairing. So it's it's just a very, I believe, and I believe at the end of my home inspection, most people are just are very pleased and happy with, because, oh, I didn't know that, or I, I didn't understand that. I'm glad you explained that to me. So that's my goal. Yeah, I, I think from an agent's perspective as well, we really want our buyers to be there because it's a time to learn about the property. Absolutely. You know, I always said, look, this is time for you and the inspector to go through the home so you can understand what it is you're about to purchase. Right, um, know where the the main water shutoff is in the basement in case you got a water problem. You know, know how to change the filter in the furnace. So, right. listen, uh, great first half. We are up against the break here. So, if uh, people have additional questions about anything that we've talked about, maybe they're looking to purchase and uh, or even under agreement, and they're looking for a home inspector, what's the best way to get in touch with you? So, the best way you can go to my website, pioneervalleyinspections.com, and you can also book online through that or my phone number. You're welcome to call at four one three six four two eight one four two. That's 6413-642-8142. Awesome, Jerry. Um, listen, guys, as always, if you have any real estate-related questions, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me or my team, uh, whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest, or maybe get even get into this crazy business, 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466. And we'll be right back with Jerry Verardo, Pioneer Valley Inspections. Hi from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. 
Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty, and uh, we've got Jerry Verardo here from Pioneer Valley Inspections. Jerry, we uh, we left off talking about the uh, the length of the inspection. Let's talk about uh, when it's all over. Uh, when am I going to get the actual report, and, and what's that going to look like? So with my company, what I do is I you'll have the report the same day. Okay. So by that evening, you'll have the report in your email. So I email all my reports. All my reports have pictures, have explanation of why the picture's there, which is very important, especially for a real estate agent. When they're asking for a request for repairs, they can actually ask for the repair and have a picture to show where that repair needs to be done. And so that that because it comes to valuable to a real estate agent, I feel, and also to the buyer, because they're looking at uh, their home. They just see this big house. And they go, okay, yeah, I remember. Where was that? Well, they can go back to the picture, reference that. Um, also, there's a lot of things in my report, and I can't stress enough for folks to read the whole report. A lot of folks just go down, read the the captions at the end, and they don't read all the other items that are in the report. So I always stress everyone, read the whole report all the way through. Uh, and also in my reports at the end, there's a summary, which shows all the items that are, are more of a defect or damage. Then go down through and read all those. I'll have an orange triangle or a blue dot, so orange triangle is more of a defect, and to pay more attention to those items. Okay. And can a home actually fail inspection? or? How to- well, I have several people ask me that, actually, pretty much daily, and there is no pass or fail. Okay. I am an information. I give them information. I tell them what they're buying, and then it's up to them to determine how they take it from there, and they also get coached by the real estate agent uh, to talk about you know what items they need to ask for repairs, what items are, are bigger things, what items are smaller things. So no, it really is no pass or fail. It's just a matter of getting the information of what they're buying. And and you, you talked about the end of the report is going to have some of the defects there. So if there are defects found, you know, how do you typically advise your clients on, on how they should proceed with those defects? So typically in my reports, as as the state of Massachusetts, we're not contractors. So I'm a home inspector. So typically what I will do, let's let's say the furnace is a 1940s furnace. So I'm going to cons- tell them to consult with an HVAC or a boiler technician to determine if the boiler sound, does the boiler, how many years the boiler has, has left. I can't give tell you how long that boiler is going to last. It's a mechanical device, and I'm not even allowed to tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you how long the roof, much time you have on the roof. Those are things that are for the contractors, for the professionals to do that. Um, I'm just there to point out the different uh, items and then to have them go see the proper contractor, whether it be electrical for electrical panel, whether it be a roofing contractor, whether it be a, a, a carpenter, whatever it may be. That's, that's my job is to tell them, go forward ask the, the professional, get the contractor in there and see what they're dealing with. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that'll separate a good agent too is the ability to get those secondary inspections done, to get the qualified uh, expert in there. Say, hey, is this really a problem? You know, we've done home inspections where the home inspector, you, you guys know a lot about a lot of different things, but you can't know everything about everything, right? That's so true. you may think there's a, a problem with the plumbing and that you could bring a licensed plumber out there and say, no, actually in this scenario, this is an okay way to plumb or, you know, it might be something that appears to be an electrical issue and the electrician can come out and say, no, in this scenario, it was okay to do it like this. Correct. Yeah. yeah and, and that's one another misconception is that we're code inspectors. We're not code inspectors. I can't even quote code when I do my inspection. That's, again, licensed contractor, licensed plumber. They're the code. They know what's going on. They know what's acceptable. Um, and that's why I'm just there to point out you know, you need GFCI outlets, which are the ground fault out. You need these. You need these. This is an upgrade. When the house was built, it may not have been required. 
So that's when you bring in the professional or you bring in the contractor. And the that's, that's another uh, opportunity for agents as well to separate themselves and, and really be coaching your client that, you know, when it's time for uh, uh, inspections and then you're going to make your repair request, this isn't an opportunity for you to ask for upgrades to the property, right? This is for, hey, these are defects that I wasn't aware of. Mr. Seller, I'd like you to fix them. And you know, I think a lot of agents, you know, we'll see a, a repair request. It's got 20 items on there. Half of them are, are upgrades to the property. And, you know, the seller would be happy to do that, but you got to pay more money. <laughs> That's, you know, yeah, is it, that is not to today's code, but it met code. It's grandfathered in and we can move forward. The current seller is operating his property as is and, and, and everything's functioning okay. You Absolutely. know, so there's some misconceptions. Even the agents uh, out there could, could use some education in that Absolutely. Uh, area. So uh, we haven't really talked too much about the wood uh, destroying uh, inspect, uh, insect uh, uh, mm-hmm. inspection. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Yep. So what that includes in Massachusetts is it would include termites. It would include uh, powder post beetles. It would also include carpenter bees, which are, are big here. Our termites here are all subterranean. So everything comes from the ground. There's nothing you know, that, that comes from above. So that's why it's important in basements to really poke around the sills, really poke around all the rim joists to make sure we don't see any mud tubes, things like that. Powder post beetles, um, that's something that comes with the wood. So you'll see the exit holes. You'll see the activity. Um, carpenter bees is another thing. You'll see those at the eaves on the exteriors making holes. And so those are things that we need to identify because these are, are, are pests that can damage the structure. And that's what we want to find, and that's also what we want to point out. And then I'll include a uh, WI inspection report, so then I'm licensed to do that. And, uh, and then they would get the, the proper exterminating company to come in and, and do the proper extermination and also any repairs that might be required. Okay. Uh, you had previously talked about radon. Maybe just expand a little bit about that, sure. what that inspection looks like, and um, what, what is radon? Sure. So radon if you live in New England, there's a potential for radon. Uh, everybody asks me, well, I'm going to be buying a house in Springfield. Is there any radon in Springfield? Yes, um, <laughs> there is. I, I've tested it in rate and find it there not very often, but it is there. Um, so what radon is, is the, is the decay of uranium from the earth that forms a gas. The gas is radioactive. Um, and so as it comes into the homes, the homes are causing a vacuum. So the, the air comes into the homes, especially in the wintertime when the ground's frozen. It has to expel, so it expels through basements. Uh, we always test the lowest level of the home because that's where you're going to first have that exposure. Um, the standard uh, right now that the EPA has set is 4.0. So 4.0 is a level that the EPA determines if it's over that, it's determined as unsafe. Um, so then what you would do is get a mitigation company to come in and do a mitigation system. It's, it's very simple. It's very effective. Um, and it's something that folks should have tested. It's just, if you live in New England, it should be tested. Uh, what about the water? You yes. Know? So do the I water need to testing, test my water or? I, I get that a lot. I get a lot of folks that think that they need to have their city water tested. Uh, the water testing is for a well, uh, for something you have private water. Um, and, and the importance of the well test is the pH. Um, the pH is uh, can damage your pipes if you have low pH because you have high acidity. The other thing is bacteria. That's really what we're after. Is there any bacteria in the water? It's either yes or no. There's not a little bit. There's not a lot. It's either yes or no. If it's yes, it needs to be treated. And that's the importance of that water test. Okay. Um, how about home warranties? You know, what if you do an inspection and there's 
quite a bit of different things that are going on. Maybe there's nothing super major, but enough to maybe alarm the, the buyer a little bit. Do you guys offer a home warranty or how do those work? Sure. So our company does not offer a home warranty. Um, but, you know, I, as you know, I sold real estate. Uh, at that time, I always recommended uh, my buyers have a home warranty. Uh, it's a year warranty. Um, you really need to read uh, the warranty, what it includes, what it doesn't include. There's usually a, some type of a, uh, uh, a fee up front that you have to pay, and then they'll come in and repair the part. Uh, I, I do think they're important, but I just don't offer them, uh, especially with your mechanicals. So you've got your water heater. You know, you're looking at $1,000 for a water heater or more. Uh, your HVAC system. So those are items that I think it would be important to have a home warranty on, um, you know, because typically I'll, in my reports I'll say, you know, get an HVAC contractor, get a plumber to determine the if the water heater is in, if it's leaking or whatever to fix it. So those are things that, yes, I think is, is, inv- is valuable to have. But our company just doesn't uh, sure. yeah, know, offer that. As an so. agent, look, there's a lot of fine print in those home warranties. So we always encourage the buyer, you really got to read through it and really understand you know, where are you protected. Um, but if you're just, you know, you're a new home buyer, it's the first time you bought a house and you're concerned about expenses in year one, there could just be a little bit of a comfort level. You know, you can typically buy one of these a, a, as a buyer for five, $600 and just get a little peace of mind for the first year that, hey, if any of my major mechanicals are, 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 are broken, and, you know, for a reasonable amount, um, we're going to be able to get it taken care Absolutely. of. So, I agree. Um, ba, 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 ba. What else do we have in here? How about some of the most common defects that you that you find uh, inspecting homes here in, in the greater Springfield area? So the most common things I find, and it's something that is on just about every report as a home inspector, is site drainage. And I can't stress enough how important that is. Um, typically, you'll find a bad site drainage and you go in the basement, you'll find effervescence, you'll find moisture. And a lot of that can be remedied by just changing your site to have it slope away from the structure. Gutters, downspouts, have them diverted away from the house. I, I always tell everybody in my when I do a home inspection, look, do the cheap stuff first, then do the, the expensive stuff. Don't start with the expensive stuff. This little diversion of water might fix the problem. Um, the other defects I find, I find a lot of roof where you get some hail damage, those type of things as far as the exterior. Interior uh, furnaces that are outdated, not serviced. Um, that's probably the biggest one I get. Um, as a real estate agent, you know, if you're listing a house, first thing you should tell them, hey, get your furnace serviced. Yeah. Get that filter clean, you know, those type of things. Uh, the other thing is, is plumbing, a lot of plumbing. Uh, stoppers that don't work, uh, faucets that are loose, those type of simple toilets that are loose. Those type of simple things that as you go through and you, and I start telling the buyer yeah. that value is going down when they're walking through, oh, this, because if you're not maintaining your home, then you're not taking care of your home. We're coming up against the end of the show. Quickly, how about the biggest do-it-yourself fail that you've seen in all the inspections that you've done? <laughs> I did a bathroom. I'm bath- sure you've seen a few. I have seen a lot. I did a, a bathroom. I walked in and I saw the shower. They had a shower door. It was a little bit too small for the opening, so they had taken downspout, gutter downspout, put a two-by-four in the middle, and filled the gap with gutter, gutter downspout, painted it, and sealed it. It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty creative <laughs> any water sleeping out of that or <laughs> i didn't see it either yeah, yeah. it's gonna <laughs> you can only put so much cock right that's right cock will fix anything that's right yeah, that's a, that's a, cock and paint <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, listen, hey, this has been a great show. Uh, if people have additional questions about home inspections, you know, they got a purchase coming up, they want to get in touch with you and your company, what's the best way to do that? Yes, sir. So PioneerValleyInspections.com is the website. And also you can call me at 413-642-8132. 413-642-8132. Jerry, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, a great episode. Hopefully uh, people will listen to this a couple of different times. Uh, guys, as always, if you've got real estate related questions, um, you're looking to buy, sell, invest, uh, or even get into uh, real estate sales, we'd love to talk with you. Um, you can reach me and my team at 413-998-7466. Um, we'd love to have you. We'd love to uh, have ideas for upcoming episodes. So I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. 